Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard creative team. We're We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer our listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now, on with the show. Okay, guys, if you saw the title of this episode, (laughs) I bet you're really excited, as am I, but we have Karen with us today. We've been talking about getting you back on the show for a long time, and here we are. So thanks for for joining us. We we have a little. We're going to do a little update with Karen, and then we're going to talk about holidays. So Karen, what's going on with your life? You left us to be president of Ballard. Yes, I did. I left <laughs> to be president of Ballard. Um, so yeah, I'm very important and very busy all the time. No, I'm just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> well, it's been a little over a year. Well, let's see. It'll be two years in March, next March. Gosh, you guys, it has been a whirlwind, but it's been super mm-hmm. fun. I miss, I really miss the podcast though, I have to say. I miss How it. can you not? I mean, all the fun Aww. designers and that makes talking me house all day literally is so fun and talking product. Mm. I used to brag about it, you know, like, oh, I'm on a podcast. No, I was <gasps> like, mm, not anymore. I used to be on a podcast is what I say now. <laughs> But now you have an even better yeah, title. Podcast sounds cooler. Podcast does sound cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on your your uh, audience. But um, no, I've been. I mean, things are good. So I feel like I told you guys last time that we had been running our house up to an actor. We're doing that again, but this time it was for six months. And Whoa. so this has to do because I think we're going to talk today about holiday. And so this has to do a little bit with our holiday topic. So we have been down in St. Pete, Florida since august and you guys let me tell you august is not the time to move to st Pete, florida because it was brutal <laughs> brutal just mean you can't walk your car like it's so it's bad hot and it's hurricane season true we did have the hurricane it screwed ah. us thank goodness um so many people you know just devastated their homes um and joe i was actually traveling for work i was in vietnam for work but joe was home uh, alone and he evacuated it was our first time we didn't know what we were doing and so he was <laughs> so Joe's like oh honey I'm gonna put the TVs in the rafters of the garage and I was like what no put my shoes and my handbags in the rafters <laughs> in the garage that's yeah. what's important to me in our house no um that's but, really uh, cute yeah we don't know what we're doing but luckily like we had no damage and our neighborhood was um fairly unscathed which was really lucky but it's fun it's been fun to be down there and have a whole new decorating project you know i I decorated like a whole 1200 square foot house in Mm. i don't know five weeks or six weeks or something it's still of course not done but it it was and it's tiny like you know so doable but it was um it was fun okay i i believe you sort of casually mentioned to me that it is more colorful so it's been sort of a stylistic difference than your atlanta house (laughs) so my house in atlanta i think we've talked about a lot it's very neutral it's a lot of topes and solids and very little pattern. Um, but as I've matured, as I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I, I'm drawn to different things. And I, it's the same in my wardrobe. I'm drawn to different things that I was before. And yeah. I fell in love with a panel at Ballard. It has to have been a year ago because, you know, we usually see things in the office, um, 
you know, six, nine months before they're out for customers. And it was this green ECOP panel. Um, I'm going to look up the name when we're talking. I think it's called Andros. Andros. Yes, A-N-D-R-O-S. And I fell in love with this panel, which is so unlike me. And at the time, I was like, all right, where can I put it? I'm going to put it in my house. I'm like, it's not going to work anywhere in my house. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. So <laughs> when this other house um, happened, I'm like, I'm putting this everywhere. <laughs> So I did, I put it, there's just a tiny little living room, dining room. And I just started with that and decided I was going to do green and blue in the house. So it's Mm -hmm. just a a very varied palette of greens and blues, really kind of navy blues and like limey green, a little bit of darker green, but it's, it's kind of cleaner blues like that. So I really like it. It's so different mm-hmm. than what I've done. Oh, before. that's so fun. Oh, and my bedroom's Yeah, that's pink. exciting. <gasps> where? Where? Ooh. Like bedding, walls, like, okay, on the right? paint? Mm-hmm. Curious. I, you I know it's one husband. of my favorite. It's my favorite colors. I really thought I would mm-hmm. get some pushback from Joe Mooney. So it just sort of happened organically because um, for my birthday last year, Joe gave me a piece of art from an artist that I've just... I'm a big fan and I had been wanting a little piece and I didn't, you know, I didn't have the guts to go get one. Mm-hmm. So for my birthday, he like snuck out and got me one. And, and it's a little bunny. Uh, the artist is Hunt Slonum and it's a little bunny on a hot pink background. And I just fell in love with it. So I was like, Oh, this is really cute. And then I found this hot pink bedspread coverlet when we were down in Mexico and I'm like, this is cute. Didn't even occur to me. I, d- does this happen to you guys, like in your wardrobe and stuff, where you like buy things and then suddenly you put them all together and you're like, oh, wow, I have 23 hot pink things. I didn't mm-hmm. even know I was having a hot pink moment. That's what happened to me. So I bought this coverlet and a, f- a friend gave me that really cool Ibiza book that's hot pink. There's a series of these books. You know what I'm talking about, those books. And so suddenly it was like, oh. So the room's all white with the hot pink coverlet and the little piece of hot pink art and then just like one or two other little hot pink accents. I love that. But it's sweet. And even Joe Mooney was like, oh, I really like this. Cool. It's a fun color. It's Mm -hmm. feisty. Mm -hmm. I have white linen, our white linen panels, Suzanne Kassler's white linen panels on all the windows. And actually I I have a really wonky window behind my headboard that's off center in the wall, the bed centered on the wall, the windows off center. And it just looks so weird. So I, I put panels over that whole wall behind the headboard, you know, mm-hmm. kind of made a headboard statement with the panels. Oh, yeah. So lots of white linen panels in the room. But I was thinking I might add like a little hot pink ribbon trim or something, mm-hmm. you know, just as a little detail on the panels. Like on each pa- around each panel or just around the... Maybe I think, the yeah, the leading edges of each window or something. Not Absolutely. too much. Absolutely. I don't know. It's, you know, it's a journey. Love it. I'm not rushing myself. Yeah. <laughs> I would like your input on something really quick if we could. So I want to tile my fireplace and use the same tile on my front steps and potentially even on the floor of my kitchen. And I really like the encaustic tile that's highly patterned and um, I I like it. And again, like nothing I would have in my house in Atlanta, but I really kind of am pushing this pattern play in this house. Do you think that I should use the same tile in all three places, should I use sort of complementary tiles? Like I said, it's small, right? Everything is small. And I don't really want to say, oh, well, for resale, I should do. I really want to do what I think is cool and fun and cute. Because I feel like no matter what, somebody's going to hate it a little bit and might change it. That is hard. I think it depends on the tile. Like, do you have one in particular that you found? Or are you just like, because 
obviously encaustic tiles are typically like well yeah graphic well, I guess. what i'm trying to find is something that has green and blue in it so it will put oh, it all together. together but what i'm really finding is a lot of navy navy and white which I like too, which I think would be cool because I was thinking about painting the house olive green. And I think that would be pretty to have like an olive green house with the navy and white tile front stairs, you know, maybe a lime green front door or something um, or like a really icy blue front door. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I definitely love the idea of it being on the stairs in the fireplace. I think the kitchen is where I sort of I don't know. I guess it really depends on like mm-hmm. your house. And I just feel like there's so many cool tiles. Ha- what too. would mm-hmm. like? Why not keep playing yeah. if this is your playground of a of a little home? True, true. Yeah, that's a good point, Taryn. I could make like the living room front stairs, which are so tight together, make them kind of one moment, and then think about the kitchen as a separate separate entity. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I think that the stairs and the fireplace mm-hmm. makes sense. Because they're not, because mm-hmm. they're both small, you know, whatever. I don't, I just don't know about the kitchen. I haven't seen the kitchen. But I will say, I feel like you should look up Tom Shearer's. He does, he's done a bunch of stuff in like Harbor Island and stuff. And he he's used some of those encaustic tiles. Can't remember if it's on the floor, but I know he definitely has done like some, you know, sort of the full wall mm-hmm. in the kitchen. I mean, obviously he's... Yeah, superstar. But well, that's honestly the way to do it is to just go look around and find someone who's doing it right, and then just copy them. (laughs) So that's what that's my next mission. I'll do that. Someone's already invented the wheel, so absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. What a fun! Do you feel like the podcast helped your decorating process? I think it uh, emboldened me for sure. You know, opened my eyes to designers I wouldn't have normally looked at or investigated, and and also just sort of gave me that liberation to try stuff. Just try stuff. Who cares? It's not, it's mm-hmm. not the end of the world if it doesn't work. Like I bought a chair on Nextdoor. You guys know that app Nextdoor? It's, you know, like Facebook mm-hmm. Marketplace because I needed a little chair in my living room and I didn't want to have everything be brand new. I felt like it needed something that wasn't brand new and from Ballard, mm-hmm. you know, mix it up. <laughs> and I bought this chair and I got it home and it was a disaster. It was the wrong chair, but it was, it's okay. I moved it into the bedroom, you know, and, and I got another chair at a vintage shop, you know, a month or two mm-hmm. later. So, you know, giving yourself a little grace, I think is important. It's okay. It doesn't all have to be perfect and you can move it around and you can, if it's a disaster, sell it again on next door. The only person who's going to know is your husband who's going to make fun of you. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm sure you can think of something to make fun of him. <laughs> no, nah, he's all in too. So it's fun. No. And someone, it might fit someone's home perfectly. So absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good. I'm glad you're Florida snowbird. <laughs> I don't know. Migration. Mm-hmm. That's well, true. if anybody lives well. in St. Pete and they want to make friends, email me. <laughs> yeah. You're in search of friends. I need some St. Pete friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If y'all live down there, let me know. Hit me up okay. on my Instagram podcast or something. Or yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Podcast. I think, are you still on the podcast? I don't, what? I don't think I am. But okay, we can forward, forward, forward it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can get in contact. We'll make it happen. Yes, Thanks, we, ladies. Do. we have your information. I need all the help I can get. Okay, so because this episode is airing in November, right before Black Friday, we thought this could be a great time to talk about everything you need for holiday 
entertaining holiday decorating gift ideas and we can all gush and share our best Ballard product and just like any other tips if you if anything is you know comes up obviously but sort of like Ballard products you need for holidays so that is where I'm starting us off let's start with entertaining since like chronologically you're gonna go with like Thanksgiving first Mm -hmm. and then you'll do your decorating and then you'll buy your gifts how does that sound for everyone Okay, start again. What was it? I'm going to chronologically entertain and then gifts. No, first you're going to entertain for Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Then decorate. And then decorate. And then then you're going to buy your gifts. Okay, got it. Or is that wrong? I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. Let's do it that way. It's fine. Yeah. We're going to host first. Got it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Hosting tips. Go. (laughs) Well, like Ina Garten says, you know, like only cook two things and buy the rest. Like don't oh, dress yourself one. out mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. get people to bring stuff. You know, you don't have to do everything and be everything to everyone. If you're the host, if you're not the yeah. host then count yourself lucky. Um, one of the things I like to do, this is a little bit tricky with little ones, but is set the table like way you in know, advance. at least 24 mm-hmm. hours yes. in advance. Yes. If not mm-hmm. um, a week in advance or however you can. Mm-hmm. And then just like shut the dining room. If you have a separate dining room. I last year sort of like did a tester table. So I like put down my placemat, like got all my plates, what I wanted oh to do. Gosh. And then I put them away. So I did like one place setting tester Caroline. and then I put everything to the side. How what? do you have what more hours out? in the day than I do? I don't I know, but I'm jealous. And you're so imaginative. Um, I'm, you I'm not creating a new place setting. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm like, here, I'm pulling out the dishes I got. Oh my God, and well, that's the fun part. I know, you're good at that. You're so good at that. I love table settings. I love table settings too. Um, 100%. Mm-hmm. Different flowers, different vases. The flowers go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I haven't um, done that. That's really smart. I would also recommend you stock up on our cafe everyday dishes. They are fantastic. I love ours. Um, Our pasta plates are killer for your a nice low coop. And I just used our drinkware. So I'm just going to shout out again to um, those gorgeous little coops we have are perfect while you're entertaining. I'm just assuming you'd need the everyday for any overnight guests that you're serving breakfast and different meals. Oh, that's a good point. Like making sure you have your 12 plates and your bowls because I feel like mine have dwindled Mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. i probably should reorder some as your kids get older i think they throw the forks in the trash i'm not kidding forks <laughs> and spoons like suddenly i have three spoons how how where did they go <laughs> I, you wait until you have teenagers i think they take them in their cars with their yogurt and then they never come home yeah or like under a couch cushion mm-hmm. i laughed because i was gonna cry otherwise mm-hmm. so I <laughs> okay. no i feel that way small price to pay knives mm-hmm. like dinner knives mm-hmm not like chopping knives, but I'm like, wait, wait, where are they? Where would they have gone? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do your Thanksgiving meal in the daytime or in the evening? I've done both. I do like a late lunch. I really want it to be dinner though. One or two. Is it dark? I mean, do you use candles in the day? We've had this debate before. Don't use candles in the day. No. Mm-hmm. That's why I yeah. like to do the nighttime. I, mm-hmm. I just like a dinner because I also hate that heavy meal because the rest of the day is gone. We're like, if you have like a heavy lunch, mm-hmm. like... I'm falling asleep at some point. I'm passing out. Like, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, we like drink months. champagne and then we are hungover by like eight. 
<laughs> you have to have a nap and then wake you know? up and then go again. <laughs> and then again. wake up and you're like, ah! Time for a turkey yep. sammy. Yeah. And then you have, yeah, then you have leftovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we always, you know, we do a daytime thing with the family and then they wander off to wherever they're going, um, other family or whatever. And then all of kind of our single friends or misfit toys wander in. And, Aww. you know, we end up just sitting around the table for hours and hours and hours. Um, just talking and chatting. And we usually have like a secondary non-turkey meal later that day. Like lasagna was gonna ask. or chicken parm oh. or something like that that's totally unrelated. Meal? Yes. Um, and it's always something you can prep in advance, you know, like oh, two or three days smart. before. And you mm. throw it in so you're not stressed about it. And then when y'all are, you know, getting hungry later in the day, but you don't want more turkey, you throw that in and everybody has a little pasta and that's it's so nice. smart. I like that. That kind of solves. Although I'm usually not hungry. I know. I'll have like another piece of pie or something. But oh, I like that pumpkin idea. pie with for with coffee mm. for breakfast. That's like my favorite thing in the world. Mm. <laughs> Y'all, I am obsessed with the Ina Garten sweet potatoes, mashed sweet potatoes, and I could just eat them for every meal. I don't like. Or sweet does she potatoes. put in them differently? Butter. Oh, yeah, sugar, a, butter, a, a ridiculous amount of butter. Like I think. Maybe even more than one stick, um, but Respect. so you steam the mash, you steam the sweet potatoes, then you put them in your KitchenAid mixer, and you add a tablespoon of butter as they're like hot, and mm-hmm. the butter melts mm-hmm. and just like stirs in there. But then you add orange juice and cinnamon, so good and just like so creamy, ah, oh, delish. I know. I did a full the full Ina um, Thanksgiving one year, like maybe stop it five or seven years ago. It was killer. Did, how, I, did, I mean, did it kill you? Did it take forever? No. Was it hard? Okay. No. Okay. Not at all. The turkey was like the, tur- the half turkey breast. Turkey breast only, not... Um, okay. That does it's help. Like the, the breast on the, you know, it's yeah. like on the bone, I guess. Yeah, sort of. A bone-in breast. Um, well, but it looks like a turkey. It's just that it's just the breast part. Is it just quartered, maybe? No, it's on the... <laughs> torso i don't know it's on like the... i love this right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yes it's a turkey breast sweet potatoes green her her green bean gremolata is amazing i make that every year because i love it so much it doesn't sound like you took the iron advice of cooking two things and buying the rest <laughs> well she doesn't say two things she says make your menu and then cross off one thing and buy it ah uh, well but i interpreted it, it as to what worked for me <laughs> yeah that, no i know I, it's yeah that works or yeah yeah um, no, it really wasn't bad. She has it in one of her books or maybe, and maybe even in her like food network TV shows mm-hmm. where she does Thanksgiving, but it was very good. That's so cool. I love that you did that. I have a gravy tip. Is this good? Y'all make I, your own yeah. gravy? I so, do not. You don't? Yes. Yes. I do. I like to, you know, I'm, mm. I feel like I'm a fairly decent gravy maker. Joe thinks he is Jealous. and he's not. Because he, I don't know. He like, you know, everything's on the table and he's in there trying to make gravy and it's just a bad, bad decision. I convinced him a couple years ago to let me help was I made, um, you know, the roux way in advance. So your flour and your butter and turkey stock. I went ahead and made like a really thick roux. So, it, you know, it wasn't the gravy. It was pretty, pretty dense. Yeah. And then right as the turkey got out, I just take all the juice and then I use that roux and then I make the gravy. So it's already like oh, hot smart. and ready to go. And it just takes a few minutes to get it done. So you're not all sitting around waiting for the gravy to get thick. Um, and you've got a ton of roux, so you can just add as much as you need. And um, so anyway, that is very smart. Mm-hmm. That is really smart. I'm going to need you to give me your step-by-step. I feel like we always kill the 
Yeah. Kill the gravy. I just outsource the turkey. That's I'm like, okay, I'll make the sweet potatoes. I'll make the green beans. I'll make the salad. I'll make dessert. I'll set the table, but I'm not making the turkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I Turkeys are temperamental. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care about the turkey. I'm oh, there for the I sides. love the turkey. I, I like the turkey with gravy and mashed potatoes. That's it. It's all I want on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> I like the stuffy. I, I like want, the carbs. Oh, I want a bite of everything. Like, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a problem. That's what the season is. Well, I will say I don't have the space for this, but one thing I've always loved and I think is genius is our um, ballroom chairs with the like uh, the slip cover. Do any of y'all have those? I have those. Well, okay. So I share those with a friend. So we each oh, own something like six or I don't even know. And she always hosts a friend's giving at her house. And I always have, have, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and whatnot at my house. So we both needed some. Um, and then she doesn't have room to store them. So I store them in my basement. She gets them whenever she needs them. But we just sort of share them. And they're so handy. They're so pretty. They're so sturdy. I love them. That is very smart. So share. smart. Mm-hmm. Especially because who would want to buy like 12 right. at once? I work on the smart stuff. That is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, a step-by-step, a step-by-step plan always helps me not be stressed. And then I had someone mm-hmm. tell me years and years ago, and I think this was a good piece of advice, that she, Caroline Cunningham, when she was hosting a party, always would shower and be ready an hour before the first guest was going to arrive. Okay. So smart because I more than once have been like wet hair in the bathroom, putting on my makeup, you know, you just leave all that stuff for the end. And it's, you know, people would rather have you out front dressed and helping you with the turkey than um, the turkey's perfect, but you're in the shower. No one can curl your hair for you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So. Or put on your mascara for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. I don't know. I just, I. I'm there for, I love the, the table settings. So I like to prep everything in advance and make like a very long to-do list. And I, I love pulling out all my like chinas and glassware and linens. Um, last year, okay, last year I did. I don't know that we sell these anymore, actually, darn. Okay, well, I did a, our Marseille linen napkins and I got them in like a blush pink from our outlet. Mm. And then had this like very oversized, elaborate three-color monogram put on them. And I kind of want to repeat my table, which I very rarely do because it was so pretty. So I may do that. But anyway, I think a monogram on a napkin, it's very delightful to Yes, me. I agree. I yeah. mean, I was going to mm-hmm. sort of harp on a, a cloth napkin, but I know it's not everyone's style, but I just think it really adds such a lovely feel to the table and everybody feels special. When, when they sit down, there's a cloth napkin there. And, um, you know, they're easy. Yeah. You throw them in the wash and you're done. But the other thing, you know, I love it, um, Christmas and Thanksgiving tables, are those crackers. Do you guys do those crackers? Oh, yeah, yeah. With the little with the the paper, paper things that pull and the, apart. Yeah, and I do and love, love those. those things. And yeah. it's just, it's fun if you, you know, mm-hmm. like say your family is a little awkward or you don't know everybody at the table or it's just a great icebreaker and it's kind of fun and disarming for everyone. So I highly recommend those. And place, place cards. cards. It yes. takes must, all of the anxiety. Must, must out of sitting down at the table. Where yes. do I sit? Where do I sit? Where do I sit? What is y'all's strategy for, for seating people? Do you put people like apart? You split up couples? Mm-hmm. Do you put people? Yeah. I try to sort of split apart couples and put personalities together that like if someone's super chatty with someone who might not be as talkative or uh, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then I always How? try to sit close to the kitchen so I can get up and get in there easy. Mm. 
are you, where are you even having Thanksgiving this year, Karen, if you're not at home? I'm at not 100% sure. Okay. To be honest, I'm just living a flexible life, ladies. I do not <laughs> yeah. know. She's waiting well, for an you know invite, what? okay? You know what I've never <laughs> done but uh, would sound deli- fantastic is um, go out to eat. True. Some people like go to, you know, the country club or something for Thanksgiving, which does have its appeal because you don't have to do anything but show up. I know. Make a reservation. That's true. I do love to entertain. If I had any friends, I would have them over. (laughs) I still have family. So I just have my children and all that stuff. So we'll do something. I just don't know where it'll be yet. Yeah, that's That's fair. I also like a kid's table because I do want to keep a pretty table. And I feel like if I'm going to put out like a kid's Mm -hmm. cup or plate or fork, I like want you to use the plasticky things and I want those in a different little space. And I'll make that one like more like cutesy and you can go totally different. And so I do kind of like doing a kid's table because you can have like a little fun, playful. Are you going to do Thanksgiving in your new house, Taryn? Are you hosting? I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm on Karen's boat. I have not made it to Thanksgiving yet um, mentally, but I, I'm i sure by the time this actually airs, <laughs> I hopefully will know. Um, hopefully by then my dining room isn't a place where I'd be happy to host people. Right now it is not cute enough. It's a big white box. Do you all typically care. stay in Atlanta or do you go to like Augusta? I like, yeah, I like to go to Augusta. I like my mom. I like to sit around her way too small English little brown table and we're all in little teeny chairs that creak because they're all old and we all sit too tight. I don't know. Something about that and the china cabinet hitting you in the back because it's right there. You all know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The nostalgia. Yeah. I like nostalgia too much. So I think that's why I, I will, I'll like to go home still. As long as I can. No, that's sweet. Yeah. That's why no one cares that your dining room doesn't have, it's not decorated. People aren't there for the decor. They're there for the friends and family and friendship. <laughs> good point. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good point. Okay. Well, let's talk about holiday decorating. Okay. I am very excited about it. Are you going to flock a tree again this year, Caroline? I think I have to. I was actually looking at my pictures that I took in my house last year because I do document my house so that i can remember i love what you I you're so i love you you are well, so I mean, you on take top pictures. you've said this before yes you're just because so otherwise i'll be like wait what did i what did i do did it work did i like it oh, that's why this holiday me? season stinks everything's like here's this decoration is it big enough for my new space is does it so i feel like i got like i need to fully reevaluate so the decorating's taking forever mm-hmm well, yeah, true. I'm okay. Well, right, because you have you like backtrack about your Halloween because you have a very established like oh for sure routine. Yeah, you're a Halloween well, lady. It's the same with every holiday that you actually decorate for, right? Like all of that is excess, and you have and you know how you do it, and you know really well how you do it. And so I will say, being in a new house, I was like, okay, I have four wreaths. I have like these black garland ones. I was like, I have no, I don't have any place with just four windows or four. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with these. So they're still sitting in like a stack. I'm like, if I can think of a place where I need four or three. So yeah, it's a lot of that where it's like things don't fit. So it's kind of fun though to see everything anew, isn't it? That part is, it just takes Mm -hmm. longer was really what mm -hmm. I'm, it's more of like realizing holes and in in your Mm -hmm. own personal stock assortment of decorations like I've been out in the stores to see if there's been anything kind of new that I like was really loving too of a certain seasonal decor. And yeah, it's the same where you're like, okay, I got, I got the core and it looks good here, but it is fun. It is fun. Well, for Christmas, what are the main parts of your house you decorate? 
other than your tree, of course. Fireplace. I need to do a big centerpiece of my dining table. Like mm. a fresh one or a faux one or is no, it all? No, no, no. No, I have these great sort of like uh, sort of Art Deco like colored trees mm-hmm. that I put like on a mm. do like a big silver platter and then I put like greenery on it and then I put all these like assorted sizes of trees. Mm-hmm. Like tree, they're, mm-hmm. they're not trees. They're like glass. Anyway. So I or some sort of okay really permanent pretty. centerpiece. Okay. I, I like guess. that. And your dining room um, table is, you know, you have a, you have a living dining kitchen area. So it's sort of visible from a lot of spots, which is nice. Yeah. And it's our own. I mean, we only have the one. So it's like, we have every meal there. Mm-hmm. It's where I work. And, you know, mm-hmm. I like to put, wreaths and a bunch of the windows like kitchen dining room what kind of wreaths like green wreaths like fresh ones oh fresh wreaths okay inside or outside the windows inside Uh uh-huh i will say i have been sort of thinking about doing a fake wreath Mm -hmm. and see will is very like very opinionated about the real tree Mm -hmm. he likes a real tree and real wreaths so I've, but I have sort of been thinking like maybe I'll switch to a fake, fake wreath on the inside of the house and then do like a real one on the door, but I haven't, made, I haven't pulled a trigger yet. Yeah. Fireplace. You were saying Taryn. Yeah. Mantle. Yeah. I need some front door juju. I'm not, I, I want to decorate my front door and I try. I just, I feel like I fall short. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I do. The one thing I do like that I do is I have some tall glass lanterns, you know, that I usually yeah, have look pretty. candles in. And so what I've been doing the last couple of years is turning them on their side and then filling them up with glass balls and some of those tiny little micro lights that we sell, you know, strings of light. Yeah. I remember when yeah, you did this. shove it, it in looks there, so pretty. fill it up, close that and stand it back mm-hmm. up. I like that. That's the only thing I feel like I'm really loving. You know, I don't feel like I've gotten my ribbon down. My, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, here was, I had a big issue with ribbon because I feel like ribbon is extremely difficult to find. You have to order, or in my experience, you have to order early because the good stuff goes out. Like go to Michael's Mm. or Joanne's or wherever you buy ribbon now Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it'll be gone by Thanksgiving. Well, if this is Black Friday... It's already too late. Yeah, true. Too late. <laughs> like, no one yeah. Get ribbon. Sorry, people. Okay. Well, I did last year. We talk about you always talk about Ace Hardware. I did get some ribbon at Ace Hardware like in early December. Love Ace but Hardware. But I feel like you need to get true, like, um, you know, because finding like a two to four inch wired ribbon, which is really what you want. I was going to ask, do you like wired? I was going to say, I love a grow green. I love a floppy. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, so you like a wired structured bow and you like a floppy yeah. bow mm-hmm. that checks I, out. I vacillate i go i'm not kidding i go back and forth like every other year like sometimes I like, like a really droopy just bow on my wreath and i let it like hang really far down almost to the ground and sometimes i like to make a structured one so yeah i haven't found my groove y'all i'm 53 and i, I still have... haven't figured it out <laughs> that does make I me feel both. better i love velvet i, love I do ribbon. i love velvet ones but mm-hmm. i do i have a stand i have a ballad wreath i've had for years it has magnolia leaves and with the green fur and i've loved it because i've just replaced the ribbon with whatever theme for mm-hmm. the year like you said if i'm gonna do blue with christmas this year i'll do a big blue to your point so magnolia I, is a great faux 
phytum mm-hmm. because it just looks so real because the nature of the leaf, it's sort of a waxy thick leaf. Mm-hmm. So it's, true, it's yeah. easier to make point. something faux that really looks great. And the, and the, the um, garland, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. I like the one that has like a, little, a couple of little gold leaves in it too on the magnolia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the, pretty the one. gold. Yeah, I also too have like cut magnolia leaves out of the yard or someone else's yard. We've had this um, discussion yes, on the ethics this, or, well, of stealing leaves from other <laughs> yes. yards. I typically go to a uh, non-residential place to cut like um, <laughs> there's an area it's of our, our neighborhood office. that is, is our yeah, office. That, she's just <laughs> trimming the trees no. in our, our lot. It's not our office, but there's an area of our neighborhood that's not in anyone's property, but it has a bunch of magnolia trees. So sometimes I get I get some leaves out of there. But um, yeah, like pull, getting real magnolia leaves, clippings and shoving them into your fresh garland mm-hmm. to like fill it out make augmenting it a, a f- also augmenting a faux or garland faux, with yes. something fresh like fresh berries or things like that i think really kind of brings it to life if you're getting yeah, a live holly. tree grab some of those um branches that they have you know when they trim the bottoms and stick it in stick little bits and pieces into your faux yeah yeah i think that that's a smart that. charming thing to do one of the things well yes i do plan to flock my tree but something that i've been sort of grappling with is whether my garlands and wreaths that are inside of my house need to also be flocked because they're sort of adjacent to each other. What is y'all's take on like coordinating greenery? I'd say no. I don't know. That's just my first initial go-to is like, "Mm, it seems like a lot. I do think your one-off makes it kind of special. But to your point, if you like it so much and you want to do more of it in your home, I'm not... You could compliment it. So, yeah, I like I have thought about getting some of those flocked picks mm-hmm. and like there. shoving them into um, Ooh, maybe that's your in between fresh greenery so that there's like a little bit of mm-hmm. snowiness on it, but it's not like I don't actually actually flock it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you could, you know, connect them with the ribbon color or the ornament color because yes. you do a you do like a coordinated color scheme. I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I loved years ago, Janie Molster was on a show and she talked we had a holiday decorating specific show and she talked about how she likes and I think this is such a smart strategy but she likes to choose holiday decor that matches your existing decor so like you're not getting rid of your room or changing your foundational room you're adding holiday that matches what you already have going on Mm -hmm. so I mean, normally I just Hopping do like you, ribbons. Yeah, like she did a great hot pink tree that was so pretty. And really, you don't, I don't think that you need that much to really kind of get the point across. Mm-hmm. Like I use all of my normal holiday ornaments and then I just add lots of ribbon and blues and. So everything is in the theme. Okay. I, cause I'm sort of morally opposed to a theme. Okay. Um, I know, right? That's a strong statement. No, I wouldn't say it's strong. Because, I, you know, our tree is just all of the ornaments from my childhood, my kids' childhood, and all that. Now, that being said, like you're saying, Caroline, I have craved over the years to have it have a little more visual cohesion and get that through ribbon or uh, I bought a few sets of our Suzanne Kassler ornaments that are the brown balls that are a a pastel palette and Mm -hmm. putting, you know, just two boxes of those on the tree with all that other stuff does the trick. Like suddenly it looks like it's okay. It's thought out, but it still has all that sentiment in there that um, appeals to me. 
Totally. That's that's exactly what I do. I have love those Suzanne Castler accent ornaments. I have a bunch of those too. Mm-hmm. I think one year, I think Blair's like first year, I ordered a bunch of shatterproof pink ornaments, just like $20 on Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I put all of those and ribbon and any non-breakable items like on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's good if you have a cat too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I love the ribbon for that purpose because I feel like with kids, you know, ribbon's not going to break mm-hmm. and it helps fill out your tree and you can like put stuff up high that's, you know, going to break or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I love the ribbon for that, for like tying your tree in with your other decor. Mm-hmm. I like it. So what do you do on your mantle there, Miss Taryn? I have the same faux Ballard um, garland that matches that wreath. Uh-huh. That has the big maple leaves. And then I shove lots of, we used to sell pheasant feathers. Uh-huh. I shove those in. There's some red berries. I'll fill it in. And then I'll also add the ribbon that matches whatever I'm doing that year. And I'll usually make like a ribbon t- kind of topper on my tree just to kind of go yes, with it. Yes, I love that idea. Uh-huh. I feel like that's pretty much what I, I just love the, I don't know, that with a fire going within the uh-huh. fireplace is just again so nostalgic and then throw out some like throws that are of seasonal throws i think that's the only season i do because a throw obviously is only needed in said winter so um (laughs) i do like to have like a plaid throw too to the that's probably as far as i go with changing out because i don't change out my drapery um i don't i'll change out i'll bring out a few pillows that's a lie i do bring Mm -hmm. out a few like little holiday pillows but Mm -hmm. that's probably ones that you've designed for us probably over the years yeah Yeah. oh my gosh y'all all of our holiday pillows this year taryn did the art for they're like all sort of embroidered theme there's like dogs and a little tree with there's a uh, gingerbread Mm -hmm. like city and then Mm -hmm. the trees and yeah it's all really and also on our stockings a yes. lot of the art on the stockings. I was going to say them. stockings, you know, are because we went down to Florida. We packed up our house. We left. And we knew we were going to do Christmas down there. And all I took with me was our stockings Aww. for mm-hmm. Christmas and some bottle brush, brush trees because I love bottle brush trees. Mm-hmm. But the stockings to me really make the family Christmas. I feel like you could mm-hmm. go anywhere in the world. Like you could, like, we're all going to go to the Bahamas for Christmas and I'm taking the stockings and we're going to have our <laughs> stockings for Christmas. Because yeah, no really matter cute. how old you are, you're still young at heart enough to have a stocking full of fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sweet. Okay. Well, speaking of stockings, y'all, last year I got our essential stocking holder and oh, I, love that. I, I have that. think it is the most genius Christmas item. Explain what it is because it is brilliant. So I think everyone has probably had a couple of different frustrating scenarios. One, you have one of those sort of stocking holders that's like a shape or a a decorative thing. Yes, something decorative. It's heavy. It sits on the edge of the mantle and it has a little hook, right? But if you've ever filled it on Christmas morning and then you hang it up there, either it falls over or you have a little one toddling around and they like pull on the wreath and you're afraid they're going to like give themselves a concussion. Mm-hmm. Or like my parents used to just like put a hook or like a command strip on the mantle, removing paint, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this item, it is an extremely heavy little like sort of flat flush bar. I don't know. What would you call it? Like a It's just... a piece of metal that's like six feet long or five feet long by four inches deep by like a, a half inch tall so yes. you sit on your mantle you can't really see it yes. it's just flat 
Yes, and it has a little groove where you can hang hooks. You can hang as many RCO as you need, and it will not come off. Mm -hmm. It is super heavy. Um, I ended up leaving mine up all year round, and I just took the hooks off because I didn't really know where to store it. (laughs) And I think it's so smart. And like they they aren't going to come off if someone if a little child pulls on it. Super heavy. Anyway, I think it's genius. It and works can... so well and so unobtrusive on the mantle. You, like you cannot see it. And like you said, you can get as many hooks as you want. Yeah. And um, like my mom, for example, has like a, a marble mantle. And so she can't do like. Yeah, you can't has... throw a nail in that. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> that might be why the command strip was needed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The other great thing about it is you could put it on a book cut True. or like a console table. You could put it other places. Anything too. flat. Mm-hmm. That is one of my must-haves for the holidays. The other thing, while we were on the topic of garland, y'all, I think our angel pine garland is the most realistic, by far and away, the most realistic fake garland I've ever seen. I love it so much. I was sort of considering buying it, but I... I'm wavering. I own that. And here's where I use it. I forgot I even do this, you guys. (laughs) Um, It's so flexible, the garland. Yes, you know, sometimes is. you get garland it and drapes. it's round really tight. So I use that garland. I used to do live garland every year on my like my banister inside the house. And the needles are dropping everywhere. And it, it starts prickling you. So I gave that up three, three years ago or something and got the angel pine. It looks so good. It looks it's so easy. It looks so good. It drapes mm-hmm. beautifully. Like, I honestly feel like it looks better than real garland sometimes because it because of the way that it drapes. Maybe I want that for my new banisters. It's fabulous. Purchase. Honestly, anytime our stylists on set were decorating and they weren't like, they could use whatever garland, that's the, that's the go-to. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah. I forgot I even owned it. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I saw in the store recently that I was kind of thought about buying is our mercury glass, like hurricanes. It's like a footed mercury glass, like vase. And it is just such a great vase shape. You know, I'm very particular about my vase shapes. Yes. You can't put water in that, though. Yeah, mm. you can. No. Can't you? Generally, mercury glass, you cannot. It'll no. take the mirror part off, the silver part. Mm. Unless it's specially designed. Some of them are specially designed, and they would say, you know, like they're water safe. I've ruined some before, <laughs> so that's how oh, I darn. know. But you could okay. put a container inside, mm-hmm. Caroline, to hold mm-hmm, it, okay. like even a plastic something inside of it but that you know mercury glass is great because it's all year round you can use it all the time mm-hmm. but it does add some little extra such sparkle. that sparkle you need okay mm-hmm. well darn mm-hmm. i didn't realize that you couldn't put, i mean i guess Sorry. i knew that because i have yeah. used mercury glass i just didn't really foiled again together. yeah did you see christmas our, is ruined our new christmas plates though this year our oh my holly gosh. ones they look so good whoever painted those is mm. so mm. talented you are so kind <laughs> i just think i can honestly say i don't love every product that i do because i i know i'm just gonna admit it i'm probably getting fired but that no i'm kidding um but i just like to i think we've got the recipe of the decals i just think we've figured out on our end and i was able to design it specifically and it just it came out really just well done and the resolution's great and all the things that i'm concerned about so you can enjoy them and just think they're beautiful and your guests can enjoy them um so 
I just think the decals came out great and I love them and they are perfect for the holiday. So I'm going to shout out to them because I need to purchase myself before the holidays. <laughs> Do it. Do you have all of the plates that you've designed? No. 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 Okay. So there you go. See, that's what I that's mean. That's why by she like had that. to buy a bigger house to put everything <laughs> in, in that products. she's created. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, there yeah. are just certain ones that I really like, like my chinoiserie bunny we did years ago. I love Tim. So I do have those. So mm-hmm. I have a few. But not I all. mean, the one thing that I've learned at Ballard is that you have to temper yourself because <laughs> every season you fall in love with like eight things mm-hmm. and suddenly mm-hmm. you're like, A, I'm broke. And B, I don't yeah, have any have room no- in my house anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's only really so many Christmas plays you can own. So I do, I do understand <laughs> that part, but mm-hmm. I, um, I just loved how that turned out. So very pretty. Good job. Yeah. That has to be very satisfying to the end of the season it to is. look at all that stuff you made. It is. I kind of think we need to make it into wrapping paper next season. Do it. Oh, did you see our gift bags in the store? Yes. It's on the side of the gift bags, which is why I thought yeah. it's the same decal I'm talking about is on the side of our, our, bags at the store shopping bags our creative team did a great job with that and i had nothing to do yeah yeah, liz did it i just think it would be a great repeat on because with big red ribbons at christmas and then like little Mm -hmm. green holly leaves Mm. Mm. a doormat Ooh, a doormat (laughs) okay i I think we need to spend though a few minutes on gifts before we go we have a few minutes left what are your best ballard gifts that you give people all right this might sound weird but i and I have two sons, you know, one's 22, one's 29. They're so old. I'm so old. Um, <laughs> I'm giving both of them bedding. Oh, great gift. Yes. Isn't that weird for like 20 year old boys? But no. they, they would never buy. They, they're not going to buy it for themselves. And they love, they love it when they're home and they're like, oh, it feels so good in my bed. I love my bed, you know? And so I'm giving them linen bedding. We have this beautiful new linen bedding that comes in these amazing colors. Mm. And I'm giving them mm-hmm. each a different color love of that. bedding. Mm-hmm. And it's something they would never splurge on themselves, like you said. And most people probably wouldn't. So Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't give it to like, you know, your te- a teacher. But like, I've given them to my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My mom, I gave a new set, new, a new set of towels one year. Last year, I got a hand towel and had an initial or like monogram put on it for like my mother-in-law, Will's aunt, my sister-in-law, my mom, kind of like all those people. Because I feel like a, um, a hand towel, you could put in like your powder room, extra one mm-hmm. in your bathroom. Like you can't, they don't all need to match. Right. And you can, can never be one have off. too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think a monogram is essential. The other thing that I gave one year, which was a huge hit, was our faux fur blanket. Oh, yes. I've given that. that. Man, people love that. <laughs> oh, my God. It. It's so delicious and so cozy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a big hit. I, I gave one to mm-hmm. myself as well. And Smart. my kids fight over it. Yeah, they're the best. Best. If you don't and have a faux fur yeah. black- blanket, y'all, everyone needs to own one. That's the best, like, winter luxury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love our almond, like, the one that's sort of like a cream. So pretty. The other thing that I love is our petite acrylic easel. I gave that to everyone one year. That's an interesting gift. Did you put like a family photo in it or something? I did not, but I think it's it could be like a cookbook stand mm-hmm. if you were a big cook and you like cookbooks. But I also put just like an art piece on it. I just think it's like it, you could use it for anything. It's extremely versatile. Did you it's give them that gift. lecture when they opened it? <laughs> 
Here's the 23 things you can do with the gift I just gave you. I did not. You should have. <laughs> but I think it's pretty self-explanatory. No, you're know. right. It is. <laughs> you can display a pretty coffee table book, display a piece of art, cookbook stand, iPad stand if you cook from your iPad, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What about you, Taryn? What are your, your, your go-to gifts? I feel like another area that always needs refreshing is kind of your choir mat. So yeah. sometimes having one of those, and then we do have one you can have monogrammed. And so that obviously makes it, like you were saying, personalized. And so it feels special. I do love mm-hmm. just kind of as a good refresh. I've given holiday pillows, like I already said, because mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I made it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I designed this. I really like it. (laughs) Hope you do too. Those are some things I've definitely given recently. I do also, of course, love our book assortment and our candle assortment is not only just Christmas, but also great for birthdays or um, just Mm -hmm. hostess gifts. I do love giving because I also like receiving books and candles. So maybe that's (laughs) that's my love language. You know, I felt like in the holidays so often you're compelled, you're going to so many things and you need to take a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And I love our little angel wings that you can put on the wine bottle. Yeah, that's Have cute. you seen those? They're gold. Mm-hmm. And adorable. Story. Yeah, they're great because they're no, wonderful. I didn't li- see those. Little hostess gift, you know, not super expensive, but it's like nice to go with the bottle. So it's not just the bottle that you like here. I got this from Kroger. Yeah. So it's a little something extra. And also like the hostess will notice that it's yours in the big pile of all the wine on the counter. It'd be like, mine's the one with the wings. So they know you brought one. That's a great yeah, idea. I, was, I like like a reusable wine bag, I guess, because then you just give it to the next person. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't find like, where do you put them until you need yeah. them? And then they always, you, like, so many they're just never handy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the wine thing, even after you've given it or once you've received it, you can just leave it on like your bar cart or whatever. Yeah, and it's it so looks cute. adorable. Yeah. And you yeah. can put it over a bottle of liquor or you could, I mean, it's just a cute little, you could probably even put it over a candle taper and have oh, it yeah. sit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the other thing that I have, and I've gotten so many compliments on, so I've ended up giving it quite a few times, are the celebratory cocktail napkins that we have. And I think oh, cocktail yeah, napkins cute- of any kind, even like cute little paper ones are always yes. fun. I love that. But these are linen, and then they have um, cheers embroidered on them, but in six different languages. So there's six napkins, and each napkin has a different language. One says chin chin and like skull and all that stuff. So they're so cute, and they're sweet, and they're great they're for year-round. They're not, you know, a holiday specific thing i mean but they're a great holiday gift love them i also just think an ornament is a great gift like i give them as teacher gifts with a little gift card but i think it's makes it like a little bit more thoughtful fun Mm -hmm. to add something festive with there but Mm -hmm. like you know i i always take like an ornament to like dirty santas or those kinds of things Mm -hmm. too and even tying one on a wine bottle too you know Mm -hmm. i think that and it's especially if you find one that reflects the personality of the recipient that's that's always nice and I also think that like my peers and friends like as you're building your holiday collection like you can't ever have too many at this point especially when you're you know I think my parents I probably wouldn't give an ornament to because they're trying to get rid of ornaments Mm -hmm. so many but and like every year you know a couple break and well I had to trim the tree party in my 20s I thought the smartest thing I ever did (laughs) 
Yeah. Have all your friends come over, they bring an ornament, you serve a little cocktail hour, and then suddenly you have a collection of ornaments. And each of them sort of means something to you because everyone Yeah, that's really cute. I do love that too. Trim my tree. Trim my tree. Mm -hmm. I thought it would be a great like theme for a holiday bride. Oh yeah, that's a great yeah, that's a really good idea, Caroline. Yeah. It's a little more permanent than a stock the bar. Yes. I always picture too, like a stock the bar. You does everyone? Can anyone drive home? Like, well, you don't the point, drink the gifts. Don't They're you? The gifts. No, you're I know, you bring bar. a gift, but you're also drinking. Well, it's a, a party. lot of showers you're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Uber. That's why we have Uber. Yeah, that's why we have Uber. Caroline was very concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like if the, if the you theme don't of the drive. party is bar, yeah. then it's like even more of a. Debauchery. Could be. Could be. <laughs> I see your point. Any last minute? I feel like that's all I've got. <laughs> that's all. That's it. Done. That's nothing. It. Just my nothing. Gifts? My Ballard gifts. I don't know. Those, those are my for gifts. You know, gifts are so personal. The thing I think that is interesting is that I get stuck when I'm thinking about gifts so literally. So l- looking at a brand like Ballard which I don't normally think of as a big gift giving company, mm-hmm. but you have to think about the recipient. Like my kids, they love sheets. So, yeah. you know, you, when you think about your gifts, kind of think outside the box of like, Oh, do I need, does it need to be electronics or do, no? Like think about the other pieces of life that you can kind of plug into and um, expand your mind on the gift given. Well, I do. Again, there are, there's central things you need, but sometimes you wouldn't even give, get for yourself, right? Like you're going to wear your towels out longer than you, ex- but if you were gifted new ones, you'd be like, hey, <gasps> Get rid of my mm-hmm, old exactly. ones. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, of to your point, like the sheets. Like I would love if somebody bought me sheets. I'd be like, amazing. It's time. I needed them. I just, you know, didn't want to splurge on myself. So mm-hmm. totally. And who doesn't need white, like a classic white set of sheets? Mm, yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting y'all for Christmas. <laughs> I've been hinting this whole episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Oh, there's one thing that my someone asked, my sister-in-law maybe asked for one year, but a um, tissue box holder, like a linen tissue box oh, that's cover with a monogram. Mm-hmm. Again, something you would never buy for yourself. Anything but... monogrammed is great, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It really yes. implies that someone thought in advance enough to order something for you True. Um, and yes. didn't like run up to Target two hours before yes. the party. I love yes. a personalized gift. I, th- I really do think, you know, if you have a moment today, place yeah. all your orders do online. A lot today. of free monogramming out there. I mean, there is on yeah. our site and I'm sure on many sites. And it's it's just as easy to get it personalized as it is to not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. Ooh. Do oh, cocktail do napkins, it. the monogram cocktail napkins. Uh, the Bunny Williams baskets, stacking baskets with your big. So cute with oh, the monogram. Mm. That is cute. Mm-hmm. For all your new toys your kids are getting, you'll be so excited you get them. The baskets <laughs> to hide it all. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Is okay, that it? Well, yeah, I think so. Happy holidays, everybody. Yes. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and wonderful Christmas. Karen, thank you for joining us today. We'll have to have you back again when your schedule allows. Ladies, I miss you. Thank you for having me. We miss you too. We definitely miss you. And everyone we'll be back in the new year. Everyone listening too, send us your holidays tips and tricks too. That we need them. Yeah. Yes. Like if you have yeah. a beautiful tablescape, we want to see it. We want to see for sure. And yeah, and if you have any genius like tricks that you do, then we want to know about mm-hmm. it. And if you have any friends for me to meet in St. Pete. Yes. Send <laughs> an email to podcast about our designs.net. We'll make sure that Karen all. 
They're invited Karen to Karen's your, Thanksgiving. Yeah. First, first <laughs> 10 to respond. <laughs> I just need people to bring sides. That's really my ploy. You'll make the crazy. <laughs> and that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating!